The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. I assume I'm on air. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's a whole new studio in here. Bear with us this morning. We're pushing buttons, and we'll see what they all do by the end of the day. Well, I'm glad you could join us today. We've got a show full of information. We've got it packed to the top, believe me. Their fishing action is popping all over the place. Whether it's king salmon, whether it's out running around doing rock cod, ling cod, all around the Bodega Bay area, or if you've been to ICAST, you've heard us talking about ICAST. Well, we've got a couple of guys back from it today. That's the International Convention of Allied Sport Fishing Trades. Why don't they just call it the Fishing Tackle Manufacturers Association like they used to? In any event, it's every new item coming out. You're going to hear a lot about the new items, who won the big awards, and who's catching fish. Captain James Netzel, he sent us a recording from Stampede Reservoir, tell you about the action going on up there. And we've got it from Eagle Lake all the way through the salt water. Let's not waste a moment of time because there are guys out salmon fishing right now, catching king salmon out in our Pacific Ocean. Let's go live to the decks of the California Dawn 2 and hook up with a man himself, Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it, guy. What's the action been like for you and your crew? Wow. Just wow. It's been the the most epic salmon season. I uh, Not the most epic I can remember, but gosh, you know, going back a lot of years, it's been the best salmon season I have seen in such a long time. Big schools of salmon out there. Multiple schools, guys up at Bodega getting them, guys here and, uh, you know, out of our local area, San Francisco area water has been getting them. It's been wide open, full speed fishing, um, seeing these spots of fish on the meter, like big spots, you know, like 30, 40 salmon on the meter coming underneath the boat at the same time and just telling people, hey, watch your poles, they're coming underneath us, boom, 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 lighting them up. It's been a lot of fun here. I don't know. It's been it's been one of those epic years on salmon. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing the same thing from private boaters too. A lot of the guys out there um, going out in a private boat drop out there and they say, "Hey, we got fish coming right underneath the boat right now." They drop them down there, limited out instantaneously. It's just done. And both guys, yeah. both guys have their limits in like 10, 15 minutes and they're out of there. They're done with their trip heading home already. And I know that's a captain's dream when you're out there on it with a charter full of people out there getting those early morning fish is a nice plus, isn't it? Yeah, it was nice, you know, seeing a, uh, an early day matinee with my daughter the other day after coming in with limits of salmon early for a big, you know, for what, what now we would call big load, 25 people. It's been, uh, like I said, it's been full speed lately on the salmon. It's just been uh, just just wonderful year, north and south. We've been running south the last few days, uh, finding a lot of fish off Pacifica and uh, down the beach. But it's a big area. Like, it goes for, you know, four or five square miles. Um, you could just see all the numbers of salmon. And, uh, you know, like I said, Bay Area anglers have been just getting a real treat this year, uh, despite, you know, getting a 
a late start on them. We've uh, we've capitalized, and so hopefully this continues. We got good weather through the week. So, uh, and commercials open right now. That's what I was going to bring up. Commercials yep. been open now three or four days. Uh, what kind of an impact is that having on your fishery? It's been real minimal. Uh, the areas we've been fishing, we just have not seen the commercial guys. And part of it's due to, you know, the, the depth of the fish here. They're, they're real shallow. So when you're hanging wire on a commercial boat, they can only fish so many hooks. And when you're talking about shallow water, they're only getting, you know, four or five hooks out per line as opposed to, you know, fishing deep. They may fish, you know, upwards of 50, you know, 25 hooks a line. So, uh, so yeah, so we're, we're not really feeling the commercial pressure. Most of the, the majority of the uh, commercial guys are up north of us, up off Bodega Bay and north. So we just don't have the pressure down south. And we've been, uh, we've been the beneficiaries of it here every day. Just, you know, not a lot of pressure, a lot of fish being caught. So, we're looking forward to doing it again today, and uh, we're going to do salmon. And let me tell you, my other boats has been kicking butt, too, literally, on the halibut. Yesterday, we came in with 38 halibut for our group. So there's still halibut. They're taking kind of a backstage to all the salmon action lately, but uh, the halibut fishing's been real good. Just you haven't heard much because everybody's chasing, chasing the salmon, so... Uh, but that stuff's good. The rock cod fishing's been good. We had limits of rock cod down the south side and uh, a little over a fisher rod on the link cod. So we're getting them. It's still a little early on those ones. Uh, the water's really cold up, you know, north, but the rock cod are biting. So it's uh, it's full speed. Go do it. It's July. It's time to get out in your boats and, and go catch some fish. Exactly. Give them all the hookup information they need so they can do just that, James. Sure, the number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web, CaliforniaDawn.com, or uh, Instagram and Facebook, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. There's not a smoother ride out there, folks, in that new California Dawn, too. Make sure you get on either the one or the two and have a fabulous day on the water. James, thanks for hooking up with us today. We appreciate it. Now hook up for your customers, too. Take care. Thanks, Jeff. Have All a right. great show. You do the same, my friend. Take care. Well, you heard James. He's heading out. He's been going north and south out the gate. Let's check in with another guy, one of the best when it comes to salmon fishing, Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures joins us right now live. Good morning, Zach. Hey, good morning, Seth. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you going north or south this morning? You know, we're gonna we're gonna run south and uh we've been doing that pretty much most of the week and uh, as you've been hearing, everybody's been pretty much done early in the morning and there's really no reason not to, especially if the weather kind of calming down. So it should be really nice today. Well, the uh, photo that you sent me is shows some rather nice fish, a very high grade of fish. Tell our listeners what they can expect out there. Yeah, you know what? We, I think it was the uh, day before yesterday, we started off in kind of tight and we were getting kind of smaller fish. And so we decided, you know, there's a reason why, you know, it's also because of their gear, but the commercials run a little deeper and they need a bigger fish. So, we started to head our tack just heading a little deeper out in the ocean, and we got much better fish, really big fish. Well, the bigger fish are certainly what everybody's looking for. And when I see those 20, 30-pounders hanging on the hands of some of the guys on the back decks, it's a nice feeling, and I know it's got to be a great feeling when a captain sees those early biting fish, like I talked to James. When you know you got those fish on early, you know you're halfway there already, but... 
Zach, how big an area are these fish covering? Because when we talked earlier in the week, you said that some of the guys are going way down and you're not going all the way down. It's not necessary. Well, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's happened what I've been finally waiting for. And we've got all that not, uh, nice, dark, uh, beautiful root beer uh, water coming up our way. It's down in Pacifica area right now. And the salmon are here and they're just going to keep coming on north. They got to come through the Golden Gate. And uh, right now it's about a 45-minute run, you know, which isn't bad. You know, you go out there, bang, bang, bang. I, I don't know how much better salmon fishing can get. It's that good. Well, what kind of pressure do you feel around you when you're out there? Is it uh, 40, 50 boats around, or is it really spread out over a great area? You know, there's there's probably probably that many boats out. but um, And there are guys that are going to, you know, see the party boats and think that they need to be right on their hip to catch fish. But give yourself some room. I mean, it's a really big school of fish. So just get away from the boats, you know, just put your uh, fisherman's brain on and look for the birds and look for the bait, and you'll catch fish. And the nice thing, too, is if you catch a really big fish, the nice thing is that when you are. Well, the nice thing is when we don't get disconnected <laughs> by the board off in the other room. Well, apparently. minor technical. It was a nice dial tone. Oh, there, we oh, have it back. Yeah. That's, pretty, that's pretty good. Well, that's Zach pretty will call well. back. He's a trained professional, Seth. That's the good part. Yeah, he is. I'm... And and I just found out this button over here will actually turn my mic on. So we're, yeah, I we're heard halfway you, there. Uh, bouncing cups and everything around earlier. Except yeah. I can't say anything because I can't talk behind well, the scenes. You know, that's like okay. I used to. Yeah, we we're 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 doing all right. So well, it no, is. We're actually not because I am so pressured in the first 20 minutes of this show to get all my guests in and we're obviously having a problem at this point well let's just move we're, on we're having some phone line problems and uh and maybe we should give him the number to at least get oh. uh maybe zach's with us let's give him a try hey, again what do you know we've got zach back with us right now zach what was the last <laughs> question i asked you after that little cluster well i was just saying that there's you know always pros and cons to every type of boat but if you have a smaller boat and you hook a really big fish one of the things you'll hear you'll be surprised you'll hear party boat captains complain about is they'll say i'll say how you know the fishing's so awesome and they'll say sometimes the fish are too big and the reason why they say that it's kind of sometimes hard to land some of those big fish when you can't maneuver around like you can with a small boat so um it's really given us a little bit of advantage to to land some of those fish that are pushing 30 or over 30 pounds so you know if you got good weather you guys that have 20 foot boats and 25 foot boats you know get after it well, you know, you're so right when it comes to the big boats and uh, losing some of the bigger fish sometimes. I uh I came from the I want to enjoy the fish fight. So when I was trolling all the time, I'd hook up. I'd lay that boat sideways on the drift and just let whoever had the fish on enjoy it. We'd pull in all our lines. But that's not the way we do it nowadays out here for salmon. Everybody's got to get those lines in. You keep the boat moving. Quite often it's slowed down considerably to help you out a little bit. And then you reel them in in hopes that other fish from that school will be striking also. When you're that individual guy out there having a nice time, you can play those games. But when you're a charter captain, you want fish on the hooks, don't you, Captain? Yeah, yeah. And you got a lot of gear to run. So often, you know, you got to keep your uh, tack straight so your lines don't get all loose and start wrapping all around themselves. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you can't, like I said, you can't always spend, you know, turn this way and that way to land individual fish, especially if you've got two or three hanging at once. You exactly, because they're all going different directions. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, Zach, I know uh, your co-captain and your deckhand, Virginia, was running around at ICAST. Is she back from ICAST now or is she on board with you today? No. 
Jeez. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, whatever, man. She's out uh, offshore fishing for uh, billfish today. She's yeah. still out there, so she's having fun now that the show's over for her anyway. Now she's playing the games. Well, she'll be back eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have lots of stories, I'm sure. I'm certain of that. Well, Zach, give them all the hookup information they need. they got to climb on board with gate crashers and have a great day out chasing king salmon. For sure. Yeah, come on out to Fisherman's Wharf. Uh, we're close to the bait, close to the gate. You can get a hold of me at 925-497-7171. You can also get a hold of us on uh, gatecrasherfishing.com as well as our uh, Instagram and Facebook. All right, close Zach. to the bait, close to the gate. That's a cute little tagline yeah, he came he's up got with. It all. It? You don't have to do that's, all that's that. adorable. On the way to the Bodega Bay, yeah, right. it has a nice that's, ring. There to we it. have it. Thank you, Zach. Hey, we appre- hey, whether, every, whether you're in Berkeley or Richmond or whatever, people a lot of times tell me, "Oh, you're all the way out in San Francisco." I'm like, you know what? Whether you leave from Berkeley, Richmond, whatever. You're coming to San Francisco, dude, because this is the only place that's got bait. You can either do it by car or by boat. You know? so, <laughs> yeah, one way or another, you're coming. And uh, it's certainly I, – I would rather stay in San Francisco than Emeryville at times. There's yeah, no exactly right. <laughs> no doubt. All right, Zach, you have a great time out there today. Hope you and your customers come home early with full limits all the way across the board. Take care. Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show. All right, let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, Captain Merlin Cole is going to join us from Bodega Bay. He'll tell us about King Salmon action there right after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle head to dixon and check out ron duprat ford you'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers i know i sure do family owned and operated since 1956 it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the president's award for excellence in customer service and sales when it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got go to the best ron duprat ford and dixon the number one ford parts and service department in northern california it's where i go for all my needs 
sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet. Designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the entire line of Duckworth boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards. The Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fishing Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we're going to continue checking out the King Salmon action. We've checked in two guys right now out of the San Francisco Bay Area, both of them heading south. Let's head north. Let's head up and hook up with a man himself from Bodega Bay, Captain Merlin Kolb, aboard the Real Magic. He's got some great action going on up in his neck of the woods, and he sent me a text this morning saying he's going out hunting again today. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning and greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. Hey, that's exactly the place I wish I was at right now. I heard you had a little windy conditions out there, but things seem to have calmed down. And uh, what's the forecast for today on your water? Yeah, everything's laid down. The fan switch turned off uh, last night. And uh, we're going to get things going this morning and get out there and hunt them down. Well, what kind of grade of fish are you experiencing right now, Merlin? And how fast can the action be out there? You know, the fact, the action can be wide open if you land on top of them. Uh, and the grade is mixed. Our largest fish of the year so far is a 29 pounder. Uh, the day that we caught that 29 pounder, we had a 26 also. So they kind of move together. It depends which school you're in front of and, uh, which one's on the take. Well, when you start getting into those 30 and 40 and 50 pounders, just give me a shout and I'll come over, okay? Yeah, around here um, in Bodega Bay, you know, you, you always have the potential of catching a big one like that. But most of the time, those big boys line up when we hit the beach and the reef tips. Um, that's when we get our grade really, really moves up. Yeah, as those fish start getting in a little bit closer to shore and uh, moving around, getting a little, uh, shouldn't we be spawning? Shouldn't we be heading upstream? That's when it gets really good out there. Merlin, it's been a great grade of fish all over the ocean for us. There's a lot of whales and everything James Smith was talking about last week. Are you experiencing a lot of whales in wildlife too? Yeah, it's wonderful. We had uh, whales all around us yesterday, and customers really enjoy that. It's really exciting. really puts things in perspective when you're 10 feet away from a big old humpback looking him right in the eyeball. Yeah, well, I'll tell you another thing. It'll give you a good perspective. It's being in Alaska on a boat 26 feet long and looking over the side and seeing a great monstrous killer whale right next to you, three feet from the boat, rolling up, looking at you, and you're jigging for salmon over the edge, and you go, whoa, that ain't some, this isn't a pool this guy is swimming in. I'm his lunch. 
You ought to hear the whale's version of that story. Oh, I bet it's a good one, too. <laughs> that guy had way too much fat on him for me to eat. Well, Merlin, the action, the action is uh, great right now, and it's only going to continue to improve over the next month or so, isn't it? Yeah, exactly right. I think that within within two weeks from today, those big boys are going to be lining up on the beach. We checked it. A couple of guys were hunting down on the beach yesterday and checked it, and uh, the, the bait had not pushed in there yet, so they're not really lined up, um, you know, on the beach. But they're still offshore, and there's lots of fish still. The commercial fleet really had an outstanding opener the other day. Uh, today is day four of their opener, and they sure nailed them the first couple of days. Uh, it kind of seems like you can tell, but we'll see. Every day is a new day. We had a little hard time yesterday. Um, but uh, we're going to go and try to load them all up today. Oh, I've got a sneaking suspicion you will. That's what you enjoy doing the most out there is smelling whale breath and hooking up for your customers. Merlin, give them all the information they need to get hooked up for a great trip out of Bodega Bay. Hey, thank you very much, Seth. Your listeners can get a hold of us by giving us a call at 707-875-BOAT. They can find us on the Internet at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com and see us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain. All right, Merlin, you get out there and knock the snot out of them today. I hope you and your clients have an absolutely great day on the water. Take care, my friend. Thank you very much. Have a great show. Count on it. Count on it. You have a great day, too. Hey, you know, right on... Oh, you're, you're throwing out another rhyme. Right on the way to Bodega Bay is Bodega Tackle. We're going to take you there live right now and check in with the owner, Ken Brown. Not Kent Brown. He's sitting here next to me. This is Ken Brown. Good morning, Ken. Hey, how you doing, Seth? Hey, we were talking this week. A uh, little busy out there, my friend? <laughs> you're very, very busy. Why? We got boats lined up down the street. I think we might have a little break. Nope, nope, got a parking lot full again. My son's out there ringing them up. Yeah, they got son ringing up in the parking lot, and I got the old man here live on the radio when he should be taking care of his customers. Tell our listeners <laughs> what they're coming in to catch. Tell them what they're excited about going after today. Yeah, like Merlin said, uh, the salmon's been good. I guess it slowed down a little bit yesterday, but um, salmon's been great. Uh, Tomales Bay, the halibut are hitting good, and we got some, uh, some schools of stripers that are – Following the bait in, we had uh, we had actually one guy that got um, nine stripers over 20 pounds and one trip, throwing a lot of irons and um, and then the, and the rockfish has been great too. Uh, right now, it's pretty much wide open. Well, there's a little thing that a lot of people are having a hard time finding right now, and maybe you could help them out a bit. Has anybody got tray anchovies around? Yeah, we got we got tray anchovies here. We are. Um, we're pretty good for a while, and we we should be. I'm hoping to get another delivery here in about ten days. I'll actually find out probably this morning in a little bit. Um, but yeah, right now we got tray bait, we got uh, tray herring too, and actually people are doing well on the herring too. Also, well, we that, got three sizes of herring, and we got one size of anchovy trays, but people, we got them. People out here in the valley aren't having a great time trying to find it. They're driving all over the place looking for tray bait. So uh, if you're on your way to Bodega Bay, folks, are planning on heading up that way, make sure you stop off. They, how many boats do, can you handle out in the lot are blocking the road along the way? Um, we can normally fit three in the parking lot and then one on the road. Last Sunday we had seven lined up down the road. Today we had people part. They were going down and turning around and parking across the street and up the side street. Um, 
We've been busy. <laughs> I, I would think the fishing must be pretty good for things to be that busy. Well, folks, it is very if, good. folks, if you're heading out that way, either to Tomales Bay or out to Bodega or whatever, absolutely spectacular areas there. Right on the highway as you leave, as you leave uh, Petaluma, it's only a couple of miles out to their to their store on the way, right outside of town. So absolutely, stop off on your way every time you're heading out there. Kent and I'll be heading out that way. Ready for a Bodega trip, Seth? August fifteenth, we'll be out there. I told Ken about it yesterday, and he said make sure he's there so we can stop in and visit with him. Well, nice. That'll be fun. You'll have a boatload. There'll be about six of us or eight of us that'll be stopping by. I'm sure. Sounds awesome. I am looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I just want to give a shout-out to all the commercial guys that have really been supporting us this year. It's really helped us out a lot. And then, um, even during the, when we were in the slow times, they've been we got a, a nice commercial presence here now, and I really appreciate I appreciate all my customers, all the fishermen, I anybody. Gotta, I got a sneaking suspicion all your customers appreciate you, too. You wouldn't be so damn busy, my friend. That's the way it works. Right on. Thank, I appreciate that, Seb. All right, Ken, give them the address, give them the address and the phone number real quick. If they got any questions, they can call you. Otherwise, they'll know where to stop when they stop and buy. All right, we're just outside Petaluma on Bodega Avenue, 884 Bodega Avenue, Petaluma, California. Uh, our phone number is 707-559-3239. If we don't answer the phone, that means we're on the phone with somebody else and call us right back. Yeah, don't, even, answer. don't even bother calling. Just go down and get in line with the rest of the folks. Have a great day, Ken. I hope you just have boats lined up till the police come out and tell you to get them off the road. <laughs> right on. All right, Seth. Thanks a lot, guys. You're very welcome. Take care. Well, they're having some great times. King Salmon Action is obviously flourishing. That's the hook, and they're catching them. It really is. And we're going to be checking in not just with the stuff going on out in the bay. We're going to be checking in locally here. they got to be headed up the river a little bit, huh? Uh, there are, they are in the river. The yeah. Discovery Park is going to go off. It already has. They're out there right now. We saw them launching yep. this morning as we drove into the studio. Last weekend, we had guys calling in and said, hey, 12 fish caught. I remember Char- Charles Schultz, I think was his name, called us last week. They're catching them all well, over. And, and he posted a picture of a big one later in the they're day, too. They're stacked down there. They're yeah. stacked down there, and there's a lot of them. They're holding in that cold Buddy water. Alan Fong even had a photo of one in the river. I saw he was wandering around the river They got that Folsom Lake cold water coming out, and that's got them all kegged up right uh, there. Yeah, Discovery. by the way, we'll be at five mile an hour by Labor Day out there. Count on that. Hey. Justin Leonard is uh, hiding up out of cell phone range right now, but he has had some spectacular action. He's going to give you a little review of how poor the action was on the Upper Feather and Sacramento Rivers for the opener, but he's got anticipation of it being a whole lot better. Listen to this. Good morning, guys. This is Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service giving you a quick little salmon update on the river and what I'm seeing going on. Um, fished opener last week on the upper feather with nothing to talk or write home for. Uh, we ended up going tr- trout fishing and made the most of it, caught some trout and had a good day overall, but only a couple fish were caught up there in the outlet and really nothing else on the entire feather that I know of or heard of or even really saw. So, and then over on the sack, the upper sack, um, I know of one fish getting caught pretty much for the entire week and I know of one caught yesterday, but, uh, overall pretty, pretty slow for the first week of salmon opener but the kind of big talk of it all seems to be down there in downtown sacramento area right there below the mouth of the american river and with that the american river's up four or five thousand cfs right now because they're selling over water down to southern california but with that is that uh the american river's in the mid 60s and then the sacramento river's high 70s so 
So normally, you know, just like everything, the heat rises and cold air sinks, but that same thing in the water column. So that heat, the hot water staying at the surface and the cool water is going down to the bottom and that's where the salmon are staying right now. So that's kind of, I think, the first little glimpse of cool water and they're taking a break and just catching their breath right there. So not a whole lot of you like dying bright fish with sea lice all over them. It's a lot of just fish in general with, I'm sure, a big variety of them. But that seems to be where the main concentration of salmon is right now. So no way for anything to kind of trigger them, whether or not it's going to be the next moon phase or if we get a sudden spike of water um, flows to kind of push them wherever the direction they're going. And generally, those American River fish are not looking to go up the American River fish, or American River right now. And that's just because it's so early in the year. Generally, we're going to start seeing those American River fish really start to show in September and October. So I think these are a lot of Feather River fish and a lot of Sacramento River fish that are just stopping for a second to catch their breath and enjoy that cool water before they make their next jump upriver to wherever they're going. But for now, that kind of seems to be where the main concentration of salmon and angling pressure is and is going to be for a little while until at least those fish move on. So... That's where I'm going to kind of start focusing next week. I took the week off of salmon, went up to the lake, kokanee fishing, and uh, I'll jump down there one day next week and go check it out and see what's going on and see if we can't start a little bit earlier than plans. But uh, up there on the lake, bullish border, kokanee fishing, those guys just kind of seem like they're making their way upriver and uh, just as much action as you could possibly want. 60 to 80 feet, um, pinks, purples, some oranges, but we're starting to see some fish kind of get elongated jaws and lose their a little bit of shiny, you know, silver brightness a little bit. But they're not turned by any means. We're just seeing them start that process and heading up river. And then down below, Bowler's Bar, down there, Inglebright, um, fishing still remains good for some, tough for most. And we have quite a few guys popping in, trying up our day, not catching anything, and then leaving and not going back. And that's kind of what a lot of it's been. So it helps... Uh, growing up on that lake for sure but fishing down there has still been really good for us and then we will be up at gold lake this weekend chasing around Mackinac and big browns seeing if we can't get anything to go over double digits and then uh one last big hurrah before we really go full-fledged in the salmon season but uh ocean guys started killing again so we're expecting kind of have a really good season in the river and uh fingers crossed on that we'll believe it when it comes but that's kind of the story, but we have heard rumors, or I've heard rumors of Santa Cruz Harbor and Half Moon Bay being pretty loaded with salmon, and that's just from them trucking down those salmon, so kind of interesting, and I'm curious to see as to how many fish we truly see return back to our river systems rather than what they have out in the ocean, and uh, hopefully we get a whole big pile of returning fish, but we'll kind of see when we get there, so, but anyway, um, you guys want to book a trip for kokanee salmon? Whatever it is, uh, Facebook, Outcast Guide Service. And then that's got my email, phone number, everything attached to it. Phone number is 530-277-6870. Once again, 530-277-6870. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, The Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, The Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. 
Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand, ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by, and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal Guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and destinations sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hi, today I want to share a few common RV mistakes that are awful easy to make and awful expensive, too. Here's just a few of those common mistakes that we see all the time, and it might have happened a couple of times to us along the way, too, but I'd never admit to that like yanking out the electrical cord because I didn't unplug it from the box, but that's a whole nother story. Hey, before you leave the campground, always make sure you do a walk around. Observe and be sure you're properly disconnected and ready to drive. That means a lot of things. Pick up the carpet that you laid out there or the grass that you spread out. Make sure you got all your chairs collected. 
make sure you get the dog pen. We once found a dog pen out in the middle of nowhere left when somebody left without walking around and taking it home. You also lose your pressure regulators sometimes, even those the plug-ins for 30 amp and 50 amp, a lot of stuff gets left behind, including people leaving hoses connected to the side of their vehicle and the awning still out. Come on, you gotta look around a little bit. You know, it's so easy to get rattled and to overlook some things just to get in the vehicle and get home. Number two, don't use your stabilizing jacks to lift the RV. The stabilizing jacks are just supposed to help you take out the little wobble and the little slop from being parked around on your tires in your trailer or in your RV. The stabilizing jacks are not the same as self-leveling lifts. If you jack up those, usually cranked up by hand or use a little drill thing to do it to get those stabilizers to touch the ground, if you try to lift your trailer, it's possible to drive that right through the floor and up inside your RV. So you might want to just use them as stabilizers and not as levelers. Talk about an expensive repair. Number three, not bringing in your awning when the wind starts blowing or leaving your awning out and you go someplace else to do something. It's best to roll it up and protect it. Oh, they can come out and fix it on the spot. No problem. A lot of RV companies will come out and do that. Expensive might be the word to use, though. You might want to make sure that awning is properly stored. Your TV antenna is cranked all the way down and not flying in the air as you head to an overpass. And the other thing you might want to do, number four, driving an RV too fast. It takes a lot longer to stop these things. They're heavy. And your tires are not the best. So take your time, drive slow, enjoy your trip. And remember, you've got a lot larger braking distance when you go out there. The bottom line, check around. Make sure you don't have any problems before you pull away from your campsite. And have a great time. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back in here and uh, we're bearing with this new system that we're <laughs> doing. Do you remember when uh, you hit the man overboard uh, button on your fish finder because you couldn't figure out how to do a waypoint? And I called, it kind of feels like that today. And I in the called case, half of the people who yeah. worked for Lawrence ended up with a vice president of electronics who said, I'll have to get back to I'll you. Have to get back to you, yeah. It's <laughs> uh, kind of how I feel in the KHTK studio today, Seth. Man overboard. <laughs> exactly. But that's the way it goes. You, you, we have a whole new board system and everything yeah. in here. We're all Thanks just for the e- warning, Scott Marsh. Yeah, Scott. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'll be talking to Scott yeah. in about an hour and 23 yeah, exactly minutes. Exactly right. It, it was, uh, go ahead. I, I, no, I derailed you. you it, I've had a week. We're totally derailed. Yes, you have had a week. Uh, you sent a note out earlier in the week that uh, was rather depressing. You, uh, 
certainly know how to put a positive slant on someone passing away. Why don't we, you share with our listeners we, what went down? I know a very dear friend of yours. A very dear friend. The fishing world lost legend uh, with D. Thomas, you know, the father of flipping. And, and uh, he uh, he's, he's a, a Bass Fishing Hall of Fame member, Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame member, uh, you know, California Sportsman Hall of Fame member, uh, Outdoor Hall of Fame. It, it just... He, he had such an influence on the game. My friend Ken Duke, who writes for Bassmaster Magazine, said that, um, the, other than Ray Scott, D. Thomas had the most influence on the sport of bass fishing. Well, you quoted a few things that he's responsible for, like yeah. raised platforms in the front of the boat. Yeah, butt seats, raised platforms, the flipping stick, obviously, which everybody, you know, every bass fisherman has a few of. Every rod line, you know, that, uh, that they saw at ICAST, everybody had flipping sticks still. Uh, what now? 40 years later? Yeah. yeah. And today you have a couple of the biggest names in bass fishing who were very close with him also. Yeah. Well, Hall, you on your Hall of Fame guys, you know, and, uh, Gary Klein, you know, 30 time classic qualifier, the guy that started major league fishing. And then, uh, you know, our, our, one of our favorite TV guys, Hank Parker from Hank Parker's Outdoor Magazine joined me on the Ultimate Bass Radio Show to, I just turned my show into a tribute to, to D today. And, uh, and we told, we told D Thomas stories. So it, Please catch the archives. It was that a good was show. D. Thomas stories with all the four letter words removed from it. <laughs> most of them. Most, yeah, of them. most of them. There's a famous photo of D out there where he's given apparently a high sign to a whole lot of people. No, he was giving it to me. Uh, uh, I just happened to have a camera in my hand because I, uh, that high sign was more like just a finger, I think, wasn't it? Or something. Well, like I walked by him on the dock at an FLW tournament and I just happened to be doing a little better than he was the first day. And uh, when I walked by him, I said, try to keep up, old man. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, I had lucky a few you can walk. I had a few of those deals, you know. I, we, uh, we had a Bassmaster tournament years ago, Sep, and we were all tied to the docks, the top 10, going out the final day. And, uh, I jumped out of my boat and I, I ran up. D was two boats ahead of me and, and, uh, I think I was in eighth and he was in sixth and I hopped on the back deck of his boat just before blast off. I put my arm around him. I said, don't ease up today, old man. I'm right behind you. And he's yelling, bring it on, boy. Bring it on, boy. And, we got to the pole there at uh, Russo's Marina as we were idling out, and my co-angler said, D. Thomas just flew the bird at you. I said, that means he still loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Good old boy, no doubt about he, it. Yeah, he was, and uh, D. was, you know, D. had gotten fairly ill, but... Uh, there's, there's not a, there's a, there's a long list of Hall of Fame anglers at the bass, at the bass fishing Hall of Fame that he influenced their career from, from, from the start. Well, I guess our next guest is a friend of his too. Absolutely. Why don't we go ahead and roll it and we'll bring him up here in just a second. Fishing is fun, but hooking is the only way. And that just means one thing. The man himself, Mr. Alan Fong, the rod father, joins us live. Good morning, Alan. Oh, I got to push the button, don't yeah, I? Do. Oh, yeah, I have to do all kinds of hard things in the studio. Good morning, yeah, Alan. we got it. <laughs> morning. Hey, How you doing? pretty good. You were a good friend of D's, too, I would imagine. Yeah, you know, I met that guy in Frank's track probably in the 70s when he was tuli dipping with a fiberglass pole. And I go, what the hell is that guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I learned quick. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's a legend there. Well, Alan, uh, one of the things that we wanted to talk about, we told our listeners about it last week, was PCP guns. And a lot of people, what is PCP? Well, it's just a pre-charged pneumatic. It's basically an air pressure pellet or BB gun, whatever you want to yeah. call it. 
And the interest that the people had, Alan, is absolutely amazing. I started getting text messages. I've been glued to the YouTube, checking out every one of the guns available, all the scopes that are available, all the different weights and sizes and shapes of pellets that are available. It's quite an operation getting into this, isn't it? Yeah, it's, you know, back east it's really big. And back there, you know, PCPs are used to, take down animals as big as elk. You know, they're very powerful weapons. Um, it's not a whole lot out here yet, but California is one of the only states that let you hunt turkeys with them. And I could kill them out over 100 yards. You can't kill one with a shotgun at no 100 yards. No, you'd be and doing good drop... at 30 yards with a shotgun. Yeah, no, 100 yards is easy. It's There's something else. They're uh, compressed air. So you gotta, you know, there's a lot involved when you get into this PCP because you gotta have some supply of air. I have these tanks that are carbon fiber and they're pretty expensive, but I also have a compressor. So you can, when you first get into this, it seems like it's a lot, but after you get it, then it doesn't cost you anything because you're just airing up your gun. So the compressor, I think, is the best way to go. Because now they make them so they work on 110 and also 12, so you could take it out in the field. It takes about maybe three to five minutes to completely fill your gun. And these guns now will shoot probably 60 times before you have to air up. Well, it really, it really, it really varies based on the calibers that are out there. And there's 17, 22, 25, 30, 45, and 50 that I'm aware of that are made right now. Can you imagine 50 caliber pellets going through the air that'll knock down an elk? Yeah, 400 grains, 500 grains. And those things, the bigger the pellet, obviously it takes more air to shoot them. So some of those 50 calibers, you only get three shots, you got to air it up. That's right. But, but like with it, I have ordered a 25 caliber for myself just because of the types of shooting that I do. And that 25 will give me 60 to 80 shots per fill. So that's no big deal. That's perfect. Whenever you're hunting, you never shoot that many times. No, not at all. But when you're going out lining up and setting your sights and everything, that's when you can burn through some. Oh, yeah. You know, mine, I have, the first one I ever bought was a Benjamin Rotter, which I tell people, you know, that's probably one of the most reasonable. And um, it's a good shooting gun. You know, you're going to pay like 400 bucks for it. And, you know, I've killed, when I first started doing this, um my friends bought the FX and I bought the Benjamin. I end up, you know, putting parts in it and making it shoot good. And I killed just as many as they did. But that FX is the best. If you ever shoot any kind of gun and then shoot that FX, you'll go and buy one. Yeah, I've got a it's- feeling my second one will be an FX. I, I ended up getting the uh, Umarex 25. It's the gauntlet, too, with a lot of changes did, and a did huge Did you just target. buy one? Did oh, you? yeah. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, heck yes. I already got well, the pellets. I don't even have a scope yet. He needs one at his house. Yes, he does. <laughs> Especially when you have a coyote the size of the one I did in my front yard yesterday. Well, will you put that one on the list of guns I'm supposed to get when we kill you? I'll pass that on. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, Alan, it's... Go ahead. You know, I killed a lot of them. I killed a lot of coyotes because I do a lot of depredations for these guys out in the that have vineyards out here in South Sac, where their houses are too close. So when I tell them I'll do it with a pellet gun, you know, they welcome me because you know they 
they don't understand these pellet guns, you know, you could kill them 200 yards. Oh, absolutely. And the, the thing that I really see, Alan, that is so impressive is the, it's a regulated amount of air that comes through with each shot. So it's precisely the same or real damn close to the previous shot. The, the markings, the targets are in half inch patterns at a hundred or 150 or maybe even 200 yeah. yard shots. They are identical. They are the tightest, tightest shots I've ever seen on the target. If you could hold it still, you know, I have a grandson that's eight years old and that kid could shoot. And my granddaughter, she's 18 and she could shoot. So when you teach them with an air gun, it doesn't kick. It don't make no noise. And they are so steady. And it's just good to learn how to shoot it. I mean, it sharpens my eye because I shoot it all the time. I shoot it in my backyard. You have to be real careful. Um, My new one that I got, well, it's not new. I've had it for over two years now, but it shoots slugs, nothing but slugs. The slug looks like it's a hollow point, looks like a slug that's on the end of your rifle bullet. And those things, they don't fall like a pellet because a pellet has that concaved end on the back, and it'll the air sucks it down once you get out about 80 yards. These slugs keep going. So I shoot mine with turret. So I range it, I click my turret to the range, put the crosshair on it, pull the trigger, and it's down. Unbelievable. I know, and <laughs> making corrections and adjustments can be so simple if people would watch YouTube and find out how to do it instead of moving one click at a time trying to adjust your sights. It can be done in just right. moments if you know what you're doing out there. And we'll, oh, prob- yeah. <laughs> we'll probably end up covering all that in detail too. But, Alan, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you also what's going on with freshwater and the Delta, what's happening out there? Well, I think the number one thing that sparked everybody's interest was the opening of salmon last Saturday. There's probably about 20 boats out there, and everybody caught them. There was over 30 fish caught that a friend of mine saw. And uh, there is just a huge school that moved in already. So I went down there Monday, and we were fishing for maybe a couple hours, and we caught a two about 25 pounds and then lost a couple and then i went looking around grafting around and went to some of my spots because it was getting crowded so i went down all the way to miller park grafted tons of fish but they're all up high in the water columns so they were traveling in 10 to 15 feet and it's 20 feet deep them kind of fish are hard to get sac river 77 degrees but once they hit the mouth of american it's 64 so those fish will hang around there for a while. So anywhere there's a confluence, it seems to be the hot spot. There's a lot of salmon in the river already. It's crazy. And the ocean is still on fire. Oh, yeah. I mean, six-pack, they're going out, and they're back at the dock at 9 and 10 in the morning. Absolutely. It's wide open. So there's so many salmon in the system right now, and they're still coming. They're rolling everywhere when I was out there. Well, everything so. you just said, rolling in, rolling here, there, they're everywhere. So are the boats at Discovery Park right now. Those guys were pouring in this morning off of Richards Boulevard as I came into the studio. They are down there. They know what's happening. And I'm sure we're going to get a couple of phone calls or texts right here from you guys that are out there fishing the Discovery area about half mile downstream. 
I know you're all lined up out there. I saw photos of it. Well, Alan, I'd like to thank you for sharing with us today. We're going to talk more about the PCP guns as we go along, as well as more fishing. But thank you much for hooking up with us today. It's always a pleasure having the the Rodfather with us. And what you need to do now is to make sure you check out his YouTube channel. Tell him when it comes out and what you got this week. And Ocean Salmon on Monday and reports every Wednesday. So I get all the, the information from guides and also have friends. And I'm on the water three or four times a week. So everything's current. When I tell you Wednesday, you could go out on weekend and catch them. There you have it, folks. Check it out at Alan Fong Outdoors on your YouTube channel. Make sure you get a subscription and it pops up right there in your YouTube subscriptions every week. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Okay. All right. You take care. Quick break. We'll be right back after this. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's, There's a, a new a ghost, ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 
5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. Florence is the leader of marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. And joining us right now is one of the fastest talkers in saltwater, Mr. Mike Ogney. Good morning, Michael. Hey, good morning, guys. It's going down, Seth. It's been, it's, it's just been great. We've had, we've had some big king tides uh, this week. We're still kind of rolling through the bigger tides. We had some wind yesterday, and we're having wind again here today. But uh, overall, the fishing is great, and it's only going to get better and better as we roll into August. Fish are starting to move inshore. Yesterday, uh, Bodega Bay um, was a little bit slower. We were fighting about 20 knots of uh, wind, and uh, this morning I just looked at the buoy. It's it's 20 knots of wind with an 8-foot swell by 8 seconds. Uh, not real pretty conditions for Bodega Bay, especially for the time of year. Generally, it's calming down. So we expect these spring winds to end and uh, to see some really great, great fishing. But yesterday, after a week of, of limit action out, out of Bodega and early limits, it was slower. Um, our boat had a, a fish per rod. The Real Magic had, had a fish per rod. Uh, Merlin was fishing about eight miles off of the, the ahead, but some really nice quality fish, up to 15 pounds. Uh, the Golden Gate Fleet started the week up on the north side. It, they They were fishing. Uh, Duxbury, Rocky Point, the uh, towers, all the conditions just switched with the with the big tides. The boats went south. They've been fishing down at Pedro Point, getting limits of salmon, really nice quality fish. Half Moon Bay, they're fishing right there out in front of the harbor and up to uh, Pedro Point in Santa Cruz. And it hasn't been quite as red hot, but some of the private boaters are getting a, uh, a, a fish per rod, fishing off of Moss Landing and so-called Hole. But it's been good, Sep, and it's just going to get epic. And for all this talk of lost fish in the rivers, you just heard what Alan was talking about. There's a ton of fish already pushing in to the lower Sac River, and it's just going to get better and better and better. There, we, we're not even into August yet. We the, the fish haven't even like moved in off of uh, into the shallows off Bodega Bay and the Golden Gate. But that's going to happen in the next few weeks, and that's when the bite just goes ballistic because the fish are getting more and more concentrated as they move closer to the uh to the uh, coast to begin their uh, their spawning run so it's going to be epic here over the next six seven eight weeks get so out if there so if ready. somebody had a trip plan say like august 15th they might be hitting it right on the head huh they might hit it like right on the head like like so so accurately that they might be having buying me breakfast 
back in the harbor by 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, they might be. You should have been here yesterday, too, so don't yes. fool me. <laughs> well, either way. <laughs> or you could be you could be tossing chow over the rail. Yeah, we're going to be there on the 15th of August. Step. We'll see how the that 15th goes. 15th of August. Or they August, never yeah. had a wind blow like that ever never before. Never seen it shut you. the bite off that fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah. And I, you know, well, I can tell you this. Can't. Yeah. I guarantee the fish are going to bite. If you want a red, red hot bite, August fourteenth. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, book that trip, folks. The day before the, the day before your trip, I know they're going to bite. Your day, eh, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, book the fourteenth if you're well, thinking we, about going with Mike. I understand we have a rookie captain, uh, Mister Ogney's taking us out for a fun sport fishing run. Nice. Should yeah, be a blast you know, out there. Have fun. Mike, I want to thank you not only for the invitation to go fishing with all the cronies that we're going to be dragging along with us, but I want to thank you for uh, keeping it short today, and we will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Mr. Mike Ogney, the co-owner of The Real Magic out there on Bodega Bay, you need to get on board. And I wish I could remember the number. It's so cute because it ends in boat. But just give him a call. What are we doing next? Hmm... Another hour. A whole another hour coming your way right after this quick break. We've got a recording with our good friend Captain James Netzel. He's running around in Atlanta right now. And then Cedric Ghostin from Ghost Bait and Tackle gets us up to speed on everything going on close to home. And I bet he knows all about what's going on at Discovery Park. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next... Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point opens for our 29th season, Saturday, October 22nd. Bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season. However, if you purchase your bird card prior to August 1st, you'll get 10% early bird bonus added to whatever you buy. So if you buy 20 pheasants, you'll get 22. If you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on. You don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting Sporting Glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. 
Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and uh, Captain James Netzel's running around back in Atlanta right now, so I asked him to give us a stampede update on a pre-record, and take a listen to this. You'll know what's happening up there and how long the action's going to last. Good morning, everybody. This is James with Tightline's Guide Service giving you a report on Stampede Reservoir. Uh, fishing is starting to pick up again after the full moon we had last week. Uh, things were a little bit slow, but if you change your tactics and, and kept changing things when, thing, when some things weren't working, you were successful. I did very well last week with anything that had movement on it. So a spinner, a wiggle, uh, uh, the Tahoe spinners were really good for me. Whereas uh, earlier in the week, they stopped working. I was doing better with just straight hoochies, something that didn't wiggle. Uh, I got to change my tactics. Uh, in the morning, I usually search out for water that is probably between 30 to 60 feet deep, and I'm fishing 40 to 50 feet down first thing in the morning, and we do very well. But my second trips, when I when I start at 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning, the shallow water doesn't work as good, so I move out to open water and uh, fish deeper waters over 100 feet deep and I fish somewhere between 50 and 75 feet down. Uh, just a couple of days ago we did very well at 65 feet and then the next day 65 wasn't working, 75 was working. So look at your fish finder, it tells you where to fish. Uh, water temperature is, I don't think it's really uh, relevant uh, to what we're doing because we're not fishing on the surface this time of year. We're fishing down deep where the water's nice and cold. Uh, colors for me last week was pink and green. Definitely was my top color, but I also caught them on pink and purple and also pink and yellow, which we call pink lemonade. My last trip was out Tuesday and we started off with pink and green, did very well, and then the bite just shut off. And uh, so I said, okay, let's try it. I haven't tried cotton candy yet. So we put on cotton candy, which is pink and blue, and immediately caught a fish within 30 seconds, changed another rod to cotton candy, got started getting bit on that, ended up changing all four rods to cotton candy, and we did very well. My speed is between 1.1 to 1.2 miles an hour. Now that's speed over ground or GPS speed, whatever you want to call it, speed over water. I don't have a little paddle on my on my sonar so I can't tell you what speed over the water is. Uh, my setbacks are 50 feet. The only reason I do that, I think you can get away with shorter setbacks, but I want my clients to have a little fun and I wanted to give us a little chance to lose some fish. Something we do towards the end of our trip when we got about 10 fish left to catch, I speed up to one and a half, 1.7 miles an hour. My catch rate doesn't go down, or my, my hook rate doesn't go down, but my catch rate does decrease 
because it makes it harder to reel in the fish when you're going faster. But I'm just trying to extend the day a little bit. You know, if you got four to six clients and you're done in two hours, uh, that's not a very happy trip. So I want to make it three or four hours. So we, I purposely do things to make it a little bit harder on my clients without them knowing it. And uh, we, we tend to do pretty well and have, have a lot of fun. Uh, I have some openings left uh, in July. I don't think I have any dates. Uh, early morning trips available. Only thing I have are late morning trips, which usually start at nine or ten. I might have a few seats mixed in here and there, but give me a call and we can find find a, a place that works good for you. Month of August is looking pretty good. Uh, quite a few openings, but also quite a few uh, uh, booked up dates too. Uh, I think I only have one Saturday open. Uh, give me a call at nine at eight eight eight. 975-0990 website is www.fishtightlines.com and hope to see you on the water and if you're struggling out there and have not having a very good time stop by me and ask me and i'll be happy to help you thank you bye-bye and the action up there just continues folks it, they'll be jumping in the boat jumping in the nets and doing everything for you if you're not careful out there there are a lot of kokanee in the lake and they are abundantly snatching at baits right in their face. He told you how to do it. That's all you've got to do. Well, we saw so many boats last week out at Discovery Park. A lot of guys down there. And I was, we got the phone calls. Hey, we got five fish out of 12 boats here so far. And the numbers started coming in. The text messages started rolling in. But all this week, everybody talked about it. And I can tell you right now, there was quite a line down there. So we've covered salmon in the ocean. We've covered salmon in the rivers. We've covered it every place around, all the way up the coast. Well, how about if we cover it right here in our own backyard? Let's go now to Ghost Bait and Tackle and hook up with the man himself. Cedric Ghoston joins us right now. Good morning, Cedric. Good morning, Seth. Well, Ghost Bait and Tackle's got to be a little busy with your location over there on West El Camino. Things got to be popping for guys going yeah, salmon fishing. Very busy this morning. Very busy this morning. Everybody's got to fill out the tackle box. <laughs> that's Trying exactly that edge. That's what you want. Load up those tackle boxes. Bring in your big ones, guys, and fill it right to the top. What are you hearing from the guys out fishing, Cedric? Well, I, I made a couple of trips uh, two or three times this, this past week down uh down at Discovery, just looking at boats. I did some live on my Facebook page, let guys see while they're at work, and there's quite a few boats. They're marking quite a few fish. Um, I'm personally seeing fish jump. They're saying they're seeing a lot of fish jump. They're catching them uh, jigging and back trolling. Yeah, the jigging tech, jigging techniques get those fish when they're kegged up like they are just holding in place down there. You gotta just get them ticked off, get it in their face. They're ticked off at it, and they just reach out and grab it trying to kill it. But uh, what a technique, and boy, does it work if you know how to jig properly. The jigging's up and down, not sideways. Well, it is it, it is horizontal. When, <laughs> when the current is moving along pretty good, it can be. It's, you it, know, it, I'll it, tell you, let me add something to that stuff. Guys on the uh, jigging, I see guys with these super long strokes, and they're jigging it so fast and letting it fall. That's not always the way. Sometimes a slower, a slower approach. Can it can turn them on? Absolutely, uh, about a foot and a half jerk up, and then let it kind of flutter down. The key to it is always staying in touch with the lure, so that exactly. you know if it stops on the drop, you know if it gets whacked, and it's not allowing that big chunk of slack to bow out in your line as you're going down, because the fish usually hits on the way down. 
Absolutely, and and that's, that's why sometimes guys that don't even fish, the person that didn't really want to go fishing, and they're kind of halfway doing it, they end up catching more fish than the guy who took them out, the guy whose boat it is, because he's maybe a little too excited. He's trying to cover a bunch of ground. He's got a nine-foot rod putting that long stroke. Sometimes it works, but I say vary, vary that approach and kind of see what, what kind of results you get. Yeah, it worked better in the ocean with big, long strokes, but I'm not so sure in a shallow river system that that's the answer. But those fish have been – guys have gone over it with live on the Lawrence Live, and they've seen how many fish are stacked up there. And They're stacked. They're stacked. Yeah, it's like cordwood down there on the bottom, and it's not going to get any better. Those cords of wood are going to get taller and taller as these fish come moving through the system. There's fish moving in every day. You can bet on it. And I did notice one thing about the fish that were caught out of Discovery. They didn't have a lot of scales on them, or at least the ones I saw didn't have a lot of scales on them. They'd been in the system a while, but they still look like they're really fresh. And you're going to see fresh and fresh and fresher fish coming in from now on, aren't they? What I, absolutely. And what I noticed, too, is that the reason why I think they're stacked up at Discovery is uh, I made a trip up a little bit above that and, you know, touched the water at the beach. It was quite warm at Discovery, a lot cooler. It was almost 10 degrees cooler. And I believe it's that water coming out of America that they're dumping out of the, uh, out of Folsom there. And it's just, I mean, it's coming down fast. Well, no question about it. And it's a great opportunity for folks to get out there. Are they doing any other techniques? Are there guys out there trying to, uh, in that slower water, are they trying to bounce any row or anything? I haven't heard any bounce and row. Most of the anglers are throwing spinners, uh, at a, so a lady came in yesterday, she hooked one and got broke off, said her knot, knot wasn't good. So she bought some more spinners and went right back out. But but the more success is happening in the boats right now, and it's a lot earlier than last year. So this is not the year to wait till mid-late August to get started. You need to get out there now. Exactly. Be on the water now and start planning ahead for your next opportunities. And if you haven't been by Ghost Bait and Tackle yet, you need to. Stop in there and check out the full line of goodies that they've got, as well as all the great baits that they have in there and live bait, too. Cedric, give them a quick idea exactly where you're located. We're uh, in between I-5 and I-80 on West El Camino in midtown Sacramento. We're right off the freeway. Either way you go, we've got gas stations. And uh, for salmon, we've got your Silvertron, Slimer Lures, Flying Seas, Flatfish, Killerfish, Brad's Cut Plugs. We're ready for you. And in the ocean, we still got some uh, green and blue tray bait for you guys that uh, can't find it. You all tray so we're here baits? We're to help you out. Call us and give us a call if we need you, uh, if you need anything. Tray baits are tough to get a hold of, and they've got them down <laughs> at Ghost Bait and Tackle right now, folks. Cedric, thanks for hooking up with us today. Before you go, give them the phone number so they can call hey, you if you have, have a, any questions. Have a great weekend, Steph. We're at 916-692-8520. All right, Cedric, have a great weekend. You take care. You too, thanks. Cedric Ghoston with Ghost Bait and Tackle right here on West El Camino. Hey, it's about time for Gun Owners of California, and guess who didn't win this week? You didn't. And you know, Sep, we knew this was coming, and, uh, and, 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 and it needs to come. Gun Owners of California has joined the California Rifle and Pistol Association in filing a lawsuit to prevent AB 2571 from going into effect. This law will end all youth shooting and hunting and firearm safety programs high school shooting teams, and any other youth program that includes shooting or firearm safety. Uh, so they don't want children learning anything about firearms and the heritage that we've had? The fastest-growing high school sport in America is trap shooting. So, And they want to 
pass this law to stop all that. No, they've already signed this law. Mm. Uh, that's why they filed a lawsuit. They petitioned the court to uh, issue a temporary restraining order to prevent the law from going into effect. I bet they uh, get it, too. Until they, until they get that day in court. Um, both the uh, GOC and the California Rifle and Pistol Association uh, believe this is a clear violation of not only your Second Amendment right, but your First Amendment right as well. Welcome to California. Exactly right. I hope they run this one. Hmm, yeah, anyway. Yeah, Winter I hope number, they know how to get in those dark places. Absolutely. Winner number 30, the 2022 Gunners California 52 Guns, 52 Weeks Raffle Ticket number 1069, John Lindsay of Rialto, California. You've just won a Smith & Wesson M&P Sport Semi-Auto Rifle in 5.56. The gun... Uh, owners of California Group will be giving you a call and getting you in to do all the proper paperwork. Thank you, sir. And if you'd like to be a lucky winner, folks, I don't know if Sam's got any tickets. I left. think they're gone. I believe they're oh, all because I was going to call him up, find out how many were there, and increase my odds and increase for the your odds the for the uh, for the remaining twenty two so, weeks. Great organization doing great things and looking out for us all along the way. Well, you know, there's been a lot of uh, turmoil over that uh, that new bill that was signed uh, this week, except because it uh, it it is really um, going to put a stop to uh, to our youth high school shooting uh, trap clubs. It won't after it goes to court. Yeah, let's hope not. Let's yeah, hope I not. think it's pretty obvious. All right, we need to take a quick break right now. When we come back, Mr. Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores joins us in our Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week right after this quick break. Tightline's Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tightline's Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tightline's Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained cell staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. 
I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us now on the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, Steve Carson is on a flight coming back from the big ICAST show. Is Troy Maggie with Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores. Welcome to the studio, Troy. Nice to have you here. Good morning, Seth. Glad I could make it. Yeah, I got into your flight, got you home last night at midnight. No, no, I came straight from the airport. Oh, yeah, sure you did. <laughs> you sat around Feel going, like it. I got to get up and go do such show in the morning. That was a short night, wasn't it? Absolutely. What was it like back there at ICAST? Was it the biggest candy store you've ever been in? You know, it's kind of nice to see it back to the old days. You know, almost everybody's booth was back where it was, you know, two, three years ago before COVID and uh, a lot of new product, stuff I didn't even expect to see. So it was, it was really exciting. You know, the, the kind of the highlight for me was, you know, we're West Coast fishermen. Everybody there was talking about D. Thomas, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, real cool. Well, Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores, you're one of the buyers there. It's uh, This is the time of year you guys drop back there and say, oh, look at this one. Oh, look at this. And the, the manufacturers are saying, check out this new item. You know, this whole thing with Steve Carson not being able to get here, actually, it's, it's almost perfect because, you know, as we were talking earlier, being able to fill in for this segment, all I can say is my pure fishing tip of the day or tip of the – and this save started in our, this started in our conversation before we even got Absolutely. On air. But it's save your money, guys. There is so much cool stuff coming out. I mean, every brand that Pure Fishing sells has got something new and that everybody in every fishery is going to be able to use. You know, you got that buddy of yours that catches a 19 inch striper, puts it on Facebook, says it's 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. Freebill's got a net with the scale, a digital scale in it. Will it say 20 pounds on it if it's a four pounder? You might be able to put your foot on the net and get it there. But, you know, they got new boxes, new reels, new rods, new soft baits, new hard baits. Everybody, Pen Fathom, probably our number one saltwater reel, completely redesigned for this year. Yeah, I'm sure Mr. Tuna is going to be talking about that next week on the show. You know what? And there's there's a new spinning reel that is a very high quality, all aluminum, the authority spinning reel. You're going to love it. Well, I'm sure we'll get our hands on all of that, but it'll be a few months, it, won't it? They're saying fall. You know, they, the other thing is, here's the tip of the week. Go down to Oakland and wait for the flotilla of containers coming because <laughs> they've promised us it's going to be here. Is it marked right on the side? This container is loaded up with. They ran out of numbers. I guess it's somewhere in the lines of 400 containers on its way. So the new chatterbait, phenomenal. That's not what they called it. I'm sorry. It's the slobber knocker. Okay, yeah, which right. is a chatterbait style. Yeah, but we can't call it that. They won an award for the slobber knocker. You know, they won seven best of show awards yeah, throughout well, the pure fishing brands. That's pure fishing for you. You know, and even the stuff that you and I have been accustomed to fishing for twenty years, you wait till you see the new salmon steelhead ugly stick carbon rods. 
I just read about those a few minutes ago in, the, in one of the things that they wanted, a carbon ugly stick. What yeah, is the it, benefit to that? The others were. Remember how heavy they were? Fiberglass. So, so this is still based on the same technology, but thinner, lighter, stronger, more sensitive. Do they guarantee they won't break too? You know what? I don't think they have to. Because I can pull as hard as I want on that thing, and it's not going to Hey, my buddy Matt Robertson's actually fishing the Bassmaster Elite Series set with ugly sticks. Well, I saw guys out there fishing with feather lights at one time. Those really super lightweight by, was it Berkeley made them? Mm -hmm. And a yellow rod like Skeet used. Right. But absolutely amazing some of the stuff that guys have used out there. Look what D used. Oh, yeah. You know, even even Kent's guys got. You should see that that new Plano Elite Frog Box. I it is, I just read about that one I, last I watched, night. I watched like a twelve year old kid making you... a video on this thing, and he was like, "This is the coolest thing I've ever seen." I was like, "Kid, you've only been doing, you're twelve years old. This might be the coolest thing I've seen." <laughs> Bobby Barrick has frogs older than you. <laughs> right? <laughs> what can you do to a tackle box to make it a frog box? Put yeah. frogs in it. You know, they, they have they have a new rep group this year, and I was talking to the sales rep, and I said, "You know, you could not have." taken on this line at a better time that i think they're listening to their their pro fishermen that the finishes are better the baits are built better the science in it when if you sat if everybody sat down and got to hear what we heard about how that slobber knocker was designed and the titanium alloy i mean the lead alloy that they're using as opposed to tungsten and why they're doing it and sound reverberation and what bass can hear it's pretty amazing what's all involved in some of these designs. And you thought it was just a hook underwater. Well, pure fishing has led pure fishing has led everybody step in science uh, for a long long time. Power bait, uh, you know, as you well know, you know, right down the line everything they've done, they they have led the uh, the science uh, part I think of the list that we have here of best of shows proves that they're the leader without question, oh, yeah. including what was the new scent they came out with here? I think there's another scent that they just won. Well, well you know what with. they did recently is they actually are making in the in their jigs last year they came out with they have like a power bait scent is in the skirts now max scent and, yeah and now they're doing it in in that new slobber knocker I mean it's they've got hey we've all used trout worms and mice tails for what the last thirty years well guess what they're garlic scented this year. No, they're always thinking, aren't they? We all like a little extra garlic on our meals, right? Speaking of garlic on your meals, I know a guy that puts a lot of garlic on his fish. Mr. Monroe is going to be doing uh, some seminars at the Fisherman's Warehouse stores. Ish, a professional bass fisherman turned uh, professional saltwater angler. (laughs) Deckhand on the California Dawn. Yeah, Yeah. we're we're going to drag him off of James's boat on the 26th to be in Fairfield. Probably going to be on his way home. No doubt. Just, no doubt. To do his frog seminar. Just before food. he heads to Cayuga in New York to fish a Bass Pro Tour event. Yeah, then he'll be in the Sacramento store on the 28th. So he'll get them both in the same week, right in, just in time for the UFC tournament. So Fairfield is the 26th. Fairfield's the 26th. Sacramento's the 28th. You can't miss it, folks. Don't miss out on the opportunity to go there and listen to one of the best bass fishermen around. And he'll also tell you a little bit about salt, I bet. He has a hard time avoiding that subject. Yes, he does. Well, <laughs> Troy, I want to thank you for coming in and sharing a little bit about ICAST with us. And congratulations to our friends at the Pure Fishing Family for just raking up one award after another. A lot of new stuff coming out, and if you'd like to see it, folks, you can see it first, as always, at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and over in our good friend's neighborhood, the old Delta Bait and Tackle, except they still call it Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores, but the sign's still up there. It'll always be Delta to me, and I know it'll always be Delta to Kent, too. Probably you, too, Troy. It will be. 
Well, right there in Manteca, folks, stop by, get whatever you need. And if you see the guys, the management, they were all back at ICAST. They can tell you more about all this, too. Troy, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we got another guest calling in right now, live from Eagle Lake. A lot of people wondering what kind of action is going on up there. Let's find out from Robert Muller with North State Guide Service. He's been fishing that lake hard lately and is probably avoiding the Sacramento River because of the great fishing at Eagle Lake right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Seth. Tell us about it. What's Eagle Lake been fishing like, my friend? Uh, wide open yesterday. We had uh, limits within a half hour. Well, that's pretty good fishing. Anytime you can do that, what techniques seem to be working, what areas are producing, and what size are the fish? You know, yesterday I wanted to start around. I had a day off, and uh, I started off just to see if the fish were still shallow. We caught fish shallow, and then I put the downriggers down, and we caught them at 20 feet on the downrigger. So I think just about the same. Everything's working, whatever kind of technique people like. Are there any colors that seem to be best? Um, the, and the spoons, the red dot frog, speedy shiner was the best one. And then on the fly is the hot orange. You know, the speedy shiners are kind of a tricky lure. There's some things you can do with them to bend them, to get a little bit more wobbling action out of them. And they're made for being trolled speedy. What do you do to yours and what speed do you use to entice that strike? I put a little bend in the back, just like most people do. And then I, the slowest I'll go with the speedy shiner is about 2.4. They like it two, two, around two eight. My best speed. Yeah, and uh, I noticed the red and gold seemed to work when I was fishing up there as much. Uh, are you finding any particular color with the Speedy Shiners productive? You know, that's all the all the people up here, that my neighbors and stuff, that's what the color they've been catching. And I ran both, and I caught fish on both, but the, the red dot frog was out fishing the gold. And I think what it was, it's a water clarity's a little off, but I think they can see that darker color better. Well, that red is a color that's pretty popular, the haunt and red side minnow that the lake has some in there and uh, other minnows. I just watched the, uh, just watched the green pull one up, <laughs> one of those red side. Well, that's exactly what happens. If you've got greaves around you, you got bait around you. And if you've got bait around you, you got fish under you. That's the way it works up at Eagle Lake. What areas of the lake are most productive? So yesterday I started at a wildcat, trolled down the shrimp, and we hooked six fish and landed two. And I was just curious, so I just went over to Eagle's Nest just to mess around because it was just kind of playing and caught just as many. I got in Miner's Bay and trolled down to Ronald McDonald and hooked five or six more. Yeah, that whole stretch along there, the uh, early in the morning seems to be one of the more productive areas along there where the water tower is from Ronald McDonald all the way up to the youth camp. There's just good drop-offs out there with some of the deeper water in the lake underneath you too, isn't there? Yeah, and they got a few springs right there too. As wildcat as well, we got a spring there. Yeah, if you've got bubbles coming up around the boat, it's not a scuba diver, folks. You're close to a spring, and that usually those springs draw a little bit of action too because of the oxygenated water, bait fish, and everything else that start up around there. Plus, it's usually a rocky bottom because the water's disturbed a little bit by the air coming up, and it also drags in a lot of the little insects and aquatic life that they like to eat up there too. Well, when are you going to make the move over to the river? I know that uh, you pay a lot of attention to the King Salmon action, and we're looking forward to your reports live on the water from there. Brandon, you're getting a bite right there. Um, the 17th is August 17th when I'm going to I'm going to start. We fished the opener uh, just below the outlet there, and we saw a few fish. They were dark springers, but they'll be you know I think probably around the fifth or the tenth of August. It should 
pretty much be wide open on the feather. Yeah, I got a feeling it will be. Uh, there's going to be a lot of fish stacked up down here. There's no doubt about it. Well, Robert, give them all the information they need from North State Guide Service, where they can find out more, see some photos, and your phone number so they can call you, find out more about the lake, and book a trip with you. They can find me at Facebook at North State Guide Service, and my cell is 530-260-7516. And if you can't get me, just send a text. A lot of times up here, you know the cell service is bad. Brandon. I hear the I hear the greaves running around out there right now. Yeah, we're fly fishing and I'm watching Brandon Bishop just had a bite. Well, hopefully, hopefully he'll hook. Did he hook up? I did. All right. Well, how's it feel? Oh, it feels like it's at the bottom of the lake <laughs> and attached real firmly. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. Well, Robert, you get back to your fishing live from Eagle Lake, folks, North State Guide Service. If you want to get on the water with them, give them a call at 530-260-7516 or text him. That's what I do. Robert, thanks a lot. We appreciate you hooking up with us. Thanks, Seth. Have a good day. All right. You do the same. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Where's Marilyn when I need her? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. It's summer, it's hot, and lakes, reservoirs, and rivers become destinations for folks and their boats. Operating a boat is fun, but it also involves legal obligations. As the skipper, you're responsible for those you invite on board. The safety of your guests depends on you and any damages your boat causes to other boats or property, and injuries to others created by damage you may have caused. Remember, ignorance is no excuse. Know the rules and regulations and abide by them. Your primary obligation is to prevent an accident, so be cautious. Plus, boaters 45 years or younger are legally required to have a California boater's card, so don't get caught without it. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Just a reminder, you just heard one of our Get a Clue segments. Do you know our newsletter has a clue in it every week? Do you know we put out a newsletter? It's all about what Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman Radio shows will cover on Saturday mornings on Sacktown Sports 1140. You need to be a subscriber. 
Your edition of the newsletter will then appear in your email Thursday night or Friday morning, and you'll know what's set for Saturday morning listening. You'll know who's going to be talking and about what, and you'll get the latest on fishing action and results. The in-depth segments provide tips, suggestions, advice, and how-tos. The upcoming events let you know where and when. To get in on the latest, win prizes, and be aware, sign on. It's free. Simply send your email address to marilynatseps.com or sepatseps.com. What could be easier? And the newsletter makes you smarter. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fishin's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, Seth. How's it going? If I can get the music to taper down, we'll be in real good shape there. Now we got it under control. Mr. Morgan, it yes, looks sir. like, it looks like it's deer season in a couple of weeks and, uh, it's not raining and there's not a lot of water. No, it's a standard deer season for California. You know, we like to be first in everything. So we put the seasons in the backward order. Apparently so. Now this is going to be a very strange year with water being very, very scarce out there and everything so dry. We've talked about it before. It's going to be awful noisy for anybody walking around out there. Yeah, it is. Water is a real concern this year. Everybody's been watching the news and see what Lake Mead and all that's doing, but out there, there's hardly any water. We do got a little in the back. I was there the other day, but very dry. So it's going to be either slow moving vehicle or find a place to sit and just sit and wait. And hopefully you come across something. Well, I made it's, some, I made a couple of notes here that, uh, when you have so many disadvantages, dry and lack of water out there, the two major advantages that the deer have that you don't have, there, you have to pay attention to other areas. Like you need to make sure that your scope is in good shape. Wouldn't it be a drag to be out there, have your perfect shot, go through everything, see your deer and miss by four feet? You yeah, know? that would be a real upsetting deal. That's why he 
starting now is when me and all the guys get together and we start playing with our rifles again, get them sighted in, double check in, get our spotting scopes out so we can set and glass the hillsides from a distance off, <clears throat> and basically just get everything ready to go for the season. And to help you out, of course, we got all the stuff at the store, but also this weekend we got our huge sidewalk sale going on. What do you got going on out there? Uh, we put in a sidewalk sale this weekend, and we got all kinds of stuff up to 50% off. They got scopes that are running 50% off of the bushnells, and oh. a little bit of everything's on sale. I got to get one. I need a scope. I'll be down there, my friend. That's a 50% off. I'll, that might even get me. You won't even give me a discount on top of that, will you? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, there's no point in taking a loss on something off me. You know, one of the other things that you can pay attention to, folks, to, that might make a difference for you is having the right camo on. If you're going to be sitting, squatting, and rotting like we don't like to do in fishing, you need to blend, don't they? Yeah, I do. And we just got a big shipment of King's Camo in the other day, so that'll help you out. Probably most camo is our area is kind of unique. We got a lot of brown in our area. And if you look at most camo, it's green, and it's got green tones to it. So finding that perfect camo for our area is tough, but the best one I've found so far is the King's Camo. And it helps you blend in with these oak trees real well. Well, one of the other things that uh, is a necessity, I would think, especially if you're sitting still all day long in one spot, is to make sure you're as scent-free as possible. That's true, scent-free as possible. And also, in your aspect, make sure you got water with you. You know, I always got carry a pack with me, and i got water and a little bit of snacks. And you're going to be sitting for a while. You don't want to get dehydrated yourself. That's right, and it's easy to do if you're out there. That's where Kent's Pedialyte and everything else comes into play. And uh, you old dudes don't know anything about hydration. I keep Pedialyte right there in my <laughs> truck since you turned me on to those yeah, little but... tubes. Just add water, and you're in business. Yep, we got those too. We got all kinds of drinks that you uh, got the electrolytes and everything. And you just stick it in your water bottle and go. Well, folks, stop by. their sidewalk sale going on. Scopes as much as 50% off Bushnells. I'll be right down, my friend. You got a good, uh, what, 3 by 9 by 40 or something around that range? Oh, yeah. I got 3 by 9 by 40. I even got a, we even got a couple of long range scopes that are discounted that go, I think it's a 6 by 24 by 50. I was just going to ask you if you had a 6 24 40, but a 50 would be even better. Yep. Yeah. And we got a few of them and, just about every brand, every layer of bush that you can think of, we got it on sale, What's along that? with their binoculars. Do you know what the but, price is on that uh, Bushnell 6? I think, don't quote me out, but I believe it's right around the $400 mark. Half price of that? No, that's half price. Oh, it was sounding really good there for a minute. Yeah, it's normally <laughs> about 800 bucks. I know. It sounds good to me. We're going to have to talk about it. All right. Yeah. Travis, it's always great talking with you, but folks, you need to be prepared for the deer season coming up. It's going to be different than any you ever had. And what better opportunity to get down there and check it out, their sidewalk sailing, make sure you've got scent free. You've got your water or your electrolytes available to you while you're out there. Good camo to do the job so that you blend well and your scope has been checked out and you know your gun's shooting straight. I went pig hunting with a guy one time. He bought a gun from a guy said, it drives nails. We took it out. It's driving nails. We were shooting. We all got our pigs. He hadn't had his. 50-yard shot. I swear he missed it by six feet. <laughs> I think I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, you do, as a matter of fact. If you leave a gun out in the corner, 
and it falls over behind your door, your scope's out of alignment, folks. You need to go down and shoot a few rounds just to make sure everything's lined up. Travis? Yep, and we also got ammo, and we got some more in this week. So the non-lead ammo is scarce, but it is showing up. Well, it's good to hear because it has been very scarce for the good ammo for the, that the guys need out there. Pretty well across the board from Creedmoor right down to 308 or 223. What do you got? Yeah, 223 and up. I got a bunch of 7 millimeter in the other day. Plus, for all the duck hunters, come and get it. We got our duck loads came in finally. So we got two pallets in the other day. So we're starting to get a little bit of that and dove loads. Well, I would not waste any time, folks, when the item that you need is available someplace, you need to get there. It's a sidewalk sale day, and they got duck loads. What more could you want? Travis, you have a great day, my friend. Thanks for the live report. We always appreciate it. No problem. You guys have a great week out. See you at the store. You got it, partner. Wow. What a deal. 50% off of some of the Bushnells, and I just happen to be... Don't Marilyn can't hear me in there, right? Oh, good. No, she just turned around. She might be able to hear. <laughs> got to stay... I got to stay quiet about that stuff. Close it. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff. And be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, we're back, Mr. Brown. Uh, it has been one of those weeks, a very hot week, and we've got a couple of more coming, it looks like. Yeah, High 90s, warm, low 100s for two more weeks. This kind well, of the frog sucks. tournaments are coming, Seth. Yeah, and what we, else? Is it, at the Delta, frog tournaments are coming. we got to have some... You know, some hot weather to get those fish up under the mat. We're in the hot, hot weather period and everything. This is shorter season for your fishing for the tournaments, isn't it, right now? Yeah, six hours from June 15th to September 15th. They can only go for six hours. So. And tell our listeners why that is. Well, they don't want the fish in the live wells that long, um, you know, in the boats that long. So well, that's uh, that's why. And, uh, and our boats, uh, they, we have such great, you know, aeration systems and live well systems in them these days that – um, they do a great job in, in keeping fish alive, but, uh, but still they don't need to be in there for eight or nine hours, you know, so. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, we're I, talking about the water temperature in the Sacramento River at Discovery Park or at Miller Park. Well, I tell you what, it's a lot warmer than that, the California Delta. You know, it's, uh, you're, you're talking 80 degree water temperature or I'm more. I'm frantically looking through all my notes here. Thank you for continuing for Yeah, a no, no, I, I saw While I'm were, digging uh, it out. And of course, I can't find what I'm looking for, but that's just usually the way it well, works. Well, co- cover it anyway, Sepp. What do you want to talk about? I'm not too sure. It's your radio show. You know, you can you can throw anything out you want. So. Oh, it was a great little tidbit of information. Maryland supplies me with all kinds of stuff. You know, I should probably read or go over it before I come into the studio. No, not really. Um, that's there's no no reason behind that. You know what? The one thing we we leave out so often, Sep, is is we have a lot of our listeners who get up every Saturday morning with us from five o'clock to eight o'clock with Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman. But I want to remind them, you know, if you're an iPhone user, you're an iPad user, there's a little purple icon right there that says podcast you click that podcast button you type in ultimate bass radio or california sportsman radio and you can subscribe and we'll send you a show every week you can listen to it in the car uh in the office 
in the bathroom. We don't care. But uh, it's a great opportunity. For the first time, I got home last Saturday morning, took a look at my phone, and both of them have already downloaded. Yeah. I got the notice and everything. Right yeah, there. it notifies you that there's a new show downloaded. But if you don't catch us every week, but you want to know kind of what's going on around California, uh, it's a great opportunity. So make sure you're subscribing to uh, to our podcast. Well, there are so many people that are going out and fishing and enjoying the outdoors right now and just going out and swimming and cooling down and everything that – they need to be cautious when they're near the water. In addition to having Pedialyte and whatever, well, stand. we had we had more people uh, more people fall victim to uh, to drownings in the past week again. So, so uh, these rivers, like the American, are definitely flowing cold. Well, you heard him talk about it. He touched it, and it's very cold. They're yeah. not one of those rivers you'd want to jump straight down into and take well, a dive. You know, when it's a hundred degrees outside, and you you decide <laughs> to jump into a sixty five degree river, shocking. Uh, it kind of uh, takes your breath away. Yeah, it'll do that. And one of the things that we do is work with the Department of Boating and Waterways so closely that we're very concerned about everybody wearing life jackets. We, I lost somebody. Kent's lost somebody. Yes. We both lost friends as a result of this. I lost a family member. A boom on her sailboat hit her in the head. At Lake, uh, it used to be Lake, Lake Texarkana. I think yeah. it's Sam Rayburn back there right yeah. now. And they never found the body. Those are the kind of things that can be prevented by wearing a life jacket, and we want to push life jackets all the time. In fact, fourth caller calls in right now is going to get themselves one. Fourth caller calling in at 339-1140 or 1-800-920-1140. We're going to fix you up with a life jacket from our friends at the Department of Boating and Waterway, one of the automatic inflatables that we've got out there. Well, you know, talking to Troy, too, uh, he was back at the big ICAST show, and um, I, I'm sure that a lot of that stuff we're, uh, we'll be seeing at the ISE show this year. So, uh, you know, we're already, it's July, Sep, and we're already looking towards January. No doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, that, that part's crazy. And, and uh, you know, I just, I know that uh, a lot of great videos, man. I saw so much cool stuff that the guys were posting, um, you know, from the I, the floor of the ICAST I, show. Every time I watch it, I think, why didn't I go? I can tell you why I didn't go. It was in Florida. That's exactly right. <laughs> it was in Las Vegas. I told Kent, I told Kent earlier in the week, I don't go to any state where you step on a cockroach and you slide. Yeah. That's just the way it is. No, not at all. And we talked about that and, and I, you know, it, it has had its home in, in Orlando for quite some time now. And I have not been to an ICAST show for years, uh, since, uh, since it moved there. Well, they are a real treat and they, they're a fun show. They're, they're, they're you need an electric wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. It's and a, if you don't believe me, ask Troy because you walked Peter your legs off. Didn't you? Yeah. Well, let's get on to Mr. Hurley right now. You know, we always try to drag the editor of Western Outdoor News on with us and I, uh, beg, beg him every single week to join us. And it, this week was no different. The man I take for granted, the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us now to talk about Northern California freshwater opportunities. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, we got some good things going on today. You know, I know it's been really hot today. A good way to beat the heat would be to go up to Lake Alpine on Highway 4. There's a trout derby up there today. And they planted that lake. And you want to talk about a little urban, you know, rural paradise where you can get away up in the high Sierras at 7,000 feet. If, if it's 105 in the valley, it'll probably only be 85 up there. So um, <laughs> it's a great place to go. And there's some big trout in there. So good place to go from the bank, launch a small boat. But that lake is actually pretty full. It's got like 86% of capacity. So good place to go today. Um, lakes are dropping. There's no question about it. I, I, I heard you talk a, a little bit about uh, all the water that's flowing down the American. Uh, yeah. Folsom is amazing, though, the amount of 
big king salmon that keep coming out of Tulsa. It's a great story this year. That's exciting. You know, it really is. It's a, it's an exciting story, and and not only king salmon, but they're catching a lot of rainbow trout, and uh, as well, the trollers are there's there's a ton of trollers if you're out there right now. You got to kind of run through them at the mouth of the South Fork. Yeah, just do it at seventy miles an hour. Kid. They love it when you do that. Yeah. The, the bad part is Tom Maley has a new boat, you know, from KNCI, so I, I can't spot him like I used to. He was a lot easier to do flybys on when he had his old white. Uh, white boat set. Hey Tom, is that easier. your downrigger line yeah. I just kicked? Yeah, we hurry up and put some decals on that boat mainly so I can spot you. What else is cooking out there, Dave? I know that there's popping action everywhere. Don Pedro's kicking out a lot of big kokanee, eighteen uh, and a half inches, over two pounds. Uh, hey Dave, what's the, what's the launch uh, like at, at Pedro? Is it uh, the spillway only, or where do you have to launch? No, it's uh, at Pedro. You can go Blue Oaks or. Fleming Meadows. Awesome. The, okay. pro- the problem with the launch is now at uh, Maloney's. Is you only have the left-hand side of Glory Hole. Right. And it's a single lane there, and it is not a good situation. You can get a boat in there. Getting out is trouble because if you've been out on the water for a couple of hours, by that time all the recreational boaters are coming in. It's the only launch on the lake. You have to wait in a terminal period of time to get out. And it's been problematic. There's no question about it. Bring your patience. Yeah, and it's the left-hand side is the only part of that launch ramp that's open, and it is one lane. As you noted last week, Tuttletown closed. That lake is dropping about three feet a week. Um, Apparently, that launch will stay. It has concrete 45 feet, so it will stay down. It'll stay open until September, it looks like, but it's going to be one lane. So that's definitely a concern. No question about it. Uh, so and that that the launch ramps as we go into these next couple of months are going to be something that people are going to have to pay attention to, you know. Clear Lake is another lake we got to take a look at. I yeah, you got to go slow because you can go off the end of them now. Yeah, you got to pay attention to where that mark is at the end of the dock. You know, there's no question about it. You yeah. have to just make sure that you are paying attention. You just uh, of those of us that have ended up uh, sliding back into a launch ramp because of falling off the end and getting stuck, it is no fun. I can guarantee you that when people have to get in the water and lift your trailer up to get out. So, that's, uh, gee, that's never happened to me before. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Dave, while we have time and while we're on the subject, I got to tell you this quick story. Rick Kennedy, whole bunch of guys from PG&E and me. My boat goes down the ramp beautifully and the winch pops out of the trailer and the boat slides off and hits the ground. For some reason, I had raised my kicker motor and my big motor all the way up. I never do. But they were both all the way up. So the boat's sitting there, half on the trailer, half on the ground. We hooked up a truck to my truck. This is in the snow, too. Yeah. And a truck to that truck. And then we winched, and then we backed up, and then we had 12 guys behind it pushing on it, and we got it into the water. But what a cluster at a ramp. And it, was that Seth's boat tying up the way, ramp there, all morning? Is there a video of that anywhere that we could find? It took us six minutes to get the boat in the water. We were out of there. I did not want any evidence of that whatsoever. That'd be and on folks, YouTube if we had a video of that. You have to be careful or you're going to be a sep, And you don't want that to happen. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's fine. I mean, we all have our stories of that because... You can't take it for granted. I mean, unfortunately, that's how we learn by making these types of mistakes. And that doesn't seem like it was a mistake. With a, it was just an error that popped out of your winch. But, you know, uh, 
it's just one of those things. So, yeah, the, the launch ramps at this point in your time are going to be difficult. Uh, Shaver's still kicking out big fish. Uh, Bass Lake is starting to kick out for um, Comanche's still very good for um, the holdover trout. It's and plenty those. of water in Pardee. If those launch ramp deals are bugging you and you're worried about them, there's, Pardee's got great water levels right now. Yeah, great suggestion, Kent, because I know they've been uh, – Robbie Dunham, he got uh, rainbows to six pounds. He got eight lightning trout with several over the four-pound range this last week, trolling speedy shiners out in the open water. Uh, party is a really good bet for the rest of the summer because it's going to have water the whole the whole time. Are you sure those were lightning trout, not koi? <laughs> <laughs> they do have some similarities. Yes, There's do. no doubt about it. They are koi. absolutely gorgeous trout. Yeah, they're beautiful. They are beautiful trout, but no, there was no koi, thankfully. <laughs> you can't have plenty of koi if you want to go down to Eastman or Hensley. Or there are lots of those uh, carp in the shallows there. Yeah. You, know, if you, want to- you remember all those goldfish your mom flushed down the toilet for They're all those in the years? Delta. They're in the Delta. They're in the around. Delta. I see them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right and, track. Right and, track. And they're big. Yeah. No, there's yeah, koi all they, over the Delta. And they wreak, they wreak havoc in the bass spawn, don't they? The carp, they go in there and... Uh, yeah, because they spawn at about the same time. That's the problem. So they go in there and, and race around and tear things up. So it's pretty rough. Yeah. Whenever we would catch a carp, it, would, it wouldn't it make it past the bank. It would be it would end up being some sort of cat food or yeah. something else. It's a good we spot left them, You know, we have a good... But there's a lot of good options out there. I, I'm glad Barry Essa seems like it's picking up. It certainly and, is, but Troy Barr is still heading up to uh, Whiskey Town because, excuse me, to uh, Stampede because it's so damn good up there. I saw that again. Too. I was like, hey, there's no other sign. You know, I've been waiting for him to, I've been paying attention to where he's been. So I know if it's, he's on Berryessa, then it's really taken off. I it's talk to him about every week, and I also know that I get a report from somebody every time he goes fishing. Well, T-Roy just doesn't want to sweat. That's why he's up there. I would, too. <laughs> I'd be there for sure. True. A little difference in temperature as far as that goes. But there's a lot of things that uh, are happening. Uh, they're planting a lot of the up. up High country uh, lakes, so the lakes now. This is that time for that. All the creeks up in the in the high seven thousand, six thousand foot elevation. A lot of good places to go and get out of the heat, because I don't think this heat's going to go away for a little while. No, and that's so. why we need a paper just like Western Outdoor News out there, in addition to California Sportsman Radio, to keep people informed and up to speed on where they should be going and when to go. And that's why I want you to give them the information they need to get a subscription or a prescription, as I call it, to Western Outdoor News. Very simple. Just go to com. click on the prompt. You know, you will get a fishing report every week there. Just click on the report section. But if you want to subscribe, the digital is a great option. And it's about it ends up being about $20 a year. You're going to get everything to your desktop on Tuesday morning that comes out. The writing is done on Sunday. Things look good, I think. So thank you guys for the opportunity to be here today. Thank you. We appreciate you as always joining us and sharing that information. I got to get set up digitally. You're going to have to help me on that one, Dave. Will do, Seth. We're going to get together on the uh, 15th, I think, so we'll get it set up then, okay? You have no choice in the matter, my friend. Thank you. Take care. All right. Western Outdoor News Editor, Mr. Dave Hurley, joined us. Kent, I found that piece of paper I was frantically looking <laughs> Thank for. Thank God. What the hell were we talking about when <laughs> I, I started looking? No, we were talking about the shortened days of fishing for bass yes. tournaments. Yes. Take it easy on fish. California Department of Fish and Wildlife recommends hoot owl practices for fishing inland waters during the drought. That's right. The California Department of Fish and Wildlife is asking recreational anglers to begin hoot owl practicing when fishing. 
Voluntarily changing how, when, and where to fish minimizes the stress and mortality among fish populations suffering from drought conditions. Hoodall recommendations, blah, 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 don't fish when it's hot. <laughs> okay. I thought they were, the idea was to sell fishing licenses and to get people yeah, out Fishing's there. always great. To the and California I, Department of Fish and Wildlife Commission, fishing's always great. You should go. Buy a fishing license. Buy a boat. Buy, uh, buy some, buy some tackle. Buy electronics. Buy electronics and put some gas in your boat and go pay a launch fee and go fishing and don't pay any attention to what our California Department of Fish and Wildlife Commission says because they don't know anything. I gotta tell you. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, I'm afraid you did there. But, uh, I'm sure that the hoot owl recommendations are certainly safer for the fish. There's no question about that. But at the same time, that fish, if people catch it, is going to die anyway. They want to keep it and eat it. Now, I can see this at warm water lakes where, like, if you're fishing kokanee and you bring them up from deep and it's warm on top and they're a floater when you let them go, do that once. Right. And then start keeping your fish after that. That's your clue that they aren't going to survive. Keep your limit. Don't worry about catching one a half inch longer. <laughs> I, I don't know if I agree with these hoot owl guidelines, but they certainly gave me a hoot when I first read about it. I can't wait till they tell us about don't shoot ducks because it's too cold. <laughs> there you have it. Who knows what's going to happen next? Welcome oh, to California. Beat your head on the wall. How much time we got left in there? Oh, well, 20 seconds or 20 minutes? I'll, let's take 20 minutes. Call her good. I hope you're, I hope all you guys down there at Discovery Park right now are jigging properly, got the right offerings out, and in any minute you're going to get that strike that's going to make you smile from ear to ear. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.